Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Madiba. If you happen to be in our area, you are most welcome to visit us. You'll surely feel at home. We appreciate your prayers for our ministry. We hope today's sermon will be edifying to you, your family, and your friends. Welcome. Mr. Machine. 
Yeah, so Brother Vino, you remember, I announced it that after being baptized, I want my family to be a message family. Amen. Amen. So I will bless them uh, on the 1st on of July. Yes, sir. At the secret location. <laughs> Amen. 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 It will be family and friends there. Uh, we 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 appreciate you, Brother Vino. Amen. Uh, you know, I like a man that takes his time before he makes decisions, so he understands what he believes in now. Amen. 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 So, till we meet you on that day. I know you'll be looking very presidential. Yeah. <laughs> Even now, I will try my best. Yeah. Amen. Amen. A round of applause for them. Yeah. I like it when a man does things and he goes to the all the way to the roots. That Amen. the foundation is firm. And then if the such a man can never go wrong. Amen. Alright. No, see I won't. I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward. Amen. Amen. The, uh, what else? Acknowledge all the fathers. Uh, we say happy Father's Day. In my own language, normally we say is what Brother Mpaya said here is what I have got in mind as well. Amen. Just uh, affirming that, that we appreciate uh, fathers. Uh, fathers battle with quite a lot uh, because they need to be providers. And sometimes they can deal with storms that families are not aware of. That's why when you become a father, you find a network of fathers to become part of that network. Uh, You can't be a father without being part of a community. Uh, You won't go far. It it can result in a suicide. But when you've got other men that can lift you up, encourage you, celebrate with you and be able to help you withstand the storms of life, you're going to go far. Uh, do fathers know what I'm talking about? Amen. Uh, sometimes you reach what we call a cul-de-sac. You don't know which way you're going to turn, but another father comes and holds you and shows you that, let's do it this way. Because iron sharpens an iron. Amen. So we appreciate especially fathers that never ran away. Uh, Amen. Fathers that never ran away. There are fathers that are are run away. Uh, That one we don't celebrate them. They are a disgrace to fatherhood. A father must be a provider. A father must be present today to guide the the children. Amen. Amen. Salute fathers. Amen. Let's stand to our feet and and read the Bible. Hey, God bless you, musicians. Siabonga.
Malako, you still had one more song in you. All right, God bless. Other believers are traveling, but may God be with them. Yeah. The shoes will be very proper. Yeah, the body is in charge of that department. So we know look presidential. Amen. Let's turn to the book of Genesis 1, verse 26. Genesis 1, verse 26. It is there. We'll read it together. Uh, God said, Yes, God said, Let us make man in our image. Let us make man in our image. And after our likeness. After our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the fowl of the air. And over the fowl of the air. And over the cattle. And over the cattle. And over all the earth. And over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. 27. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. In the image of God created he him. Made and female. Made and female. Created he them. Created he them. Maybe let's go to Genesis chapter 2. Uh, let's go to verse 7. <coughs> always want to contrast the scripture with that one. Genesis 2 verse 7. Amen. The Lord God formed men of the dust of the ground. Breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And man became a living soul. Let's bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, this morning, first and foremost, we want to thank you for the good health the opportunity to come into your presence to be able to worship you. I like how one poet says, we have tried all the gods and they were not worthy of praise. But when we tried you, we realize you are worthy of praise. This morning, we want to make you an object of our adoration. We want to make you an object of our worship. Everyone that is here has got a soul. 
And that soul is made in the image of God. And they've brought themselves here so that that soul can go through a spiritual service where the maker can speak to the soul and shape the soul for an individual to be victorious. Dear God, what can we feed on in our time except on the weight? Because nothing makes sense in this world. The world has lost a sense of equilibrium. Mm. We see the moral decay. We see crime skyrocketing. We see anarchy all Mm. over. But I'm glad that there is a place of refuge. And that is Christ Jesus. Once we run into him, we are saved. Dear God, here are saints. They've come here for fellowship. May it be edifying for them. May it be edifying for their families. And we've got men in the church. A lot of times there is so much pressure exerted on them by these modern conditions. But dear God, I'm praying for every father in the audience. Those that may not have answers, even those that may have answers, either way, bless them. And bring the revelation of the weight to them. And make them to feel appreciated. Not appreciated for what they do. Sometimes just appreciate it for who they are. Because Lord, if we get appreciated only for what we do, what happens when we can't do it? But when we appreciate it for who we are, it doesn't matter, dear God. Bless them and bless even the mothers that are here. Because sometimes behind a great father, it takes a great mother. And dear God, bless the children that are here as well. Because it takes a children to make a father. And Lord, we pray as we commit everything to you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God bless you richly as you take your seats for a couple of minutes. Amen. Just a couple of minutes, I want us to speak on the image of God. The image of God is what I want to speak on because an image, the prophet says, an image is a a reflection. Amen. You can't have an image unless you have the reality of something that the image reflects. So even in this case, I want to speak about the image of God. Hence, I read the scripture when God said, let us make men in our image. We know that when he spoke this way, it was on the sixth day after he had created uh, the light, he had created the sky, he had created the moon, the suns, and everything in the firmament, and created the marine life, and created the botany life, created the mammal life, and later he said, let us make men in our own image. Hallelujah. Now, in, I think this one, we just read it the other time, Brother Lucky, if you bring it, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. 
because I believe Genesis 1, verse 3, it is the, it is the source of all creation. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Genesis 1, 3, uh, if you have it there, if you better, I will carry on. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we find out that this, and, and in verse 4, God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the night, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Hallelujah. Amen. But the, 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 the light that was created here in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, it was not the sun. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The sun, the moon, and the stars came later. Amen. Are you still with me? So we want to check what is that light, but we'll come back to that one. But I'm on the image. Brother Brenham says in this message, just to kickstart my sermon, in the message identification, paragraph 125, he says, and every person that ever served God become an image of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So it doesn't mean, when it says we are made in the image of God, it doesn't just refer to everyone. Hallelujah. It says, and every person that ever served God become an image of God. Was God expressing his own weight through them? Because the Hebrew children said, our God is able to deliver us. They had no revelation of it, no more than that, but said, however, we will not bow down to your image. What was it? They were expressing their faith in the word of God. And God expressed himself back and reflected. He was the fourth man that they seen in that mirror in there. God expressing himself through his living images. Hallelujah. And it says, oh my. Now let us look in God's mirror the weight, and identify our present character that I might pinch you just a bit. Amen. Amen. So the prophet, maybe let me go back and just to give a background. We know that God, there was a time he was Elohim, the self-existing one. Nothing else existed except God. He was a being that was never created. He filled up time, space, and eternity. Are you still with me? Now, the prophet teaches us that out of that great being came out a light. And he calls that light a halo. Hallelujah. He says the Bible readers, they call it the logos. Hallelujah. And the logos, it means the expression. Hallelujah. Why is the expression? It is the expression of an unexpressed God. It is the God that was invisible, 
co-descending, co-descending to become visible. And Brother Branham says, when he uses, he uses the word emophe. It's a Greek word to change a mask or to change a form. He was a great eternal spirit. Then he emmoffed himself and changed himself to become the Logos. Then he uses another Greek word. He uses the kenos. He kenos himself. That means he emptied himself into the Logos. And brother says the emptying there is not like pouring from a container to a container. It is to change the form. That means he became the Logos. It was not the second God. It was the very God coming into an expressed form. Are you still with me? Now, when he was now in the expressed form, he called the unexpressed form is the Father. But the expressed form is the Son. But it's the same God, the visible and the invisible. Are you still with me? Then the invisible and the visible, the expressed and the unexpressed, began to converse between the two and said, let us make men in our own image after our own likeness. Are you still with me? It is us because it was plural. It was God speaking between the two offices. Hallelujah. And then right there, I'm going to read some quotations here. Now, you and I, remember, we didn't take along the creative process. Right when he was Elohim, you and I, we were in him. When he expressed himself, we were in that logos. Are you still with me? Are you with me here? Now, when he said uh, the first convention that we ever attended, the theme of that convention was let us make men. Hallelujah. You, you and I, we were there, but we were not visible to the naked eye, but we attended to that convention. And when in that convention, then we saw one attribute of God dropping from his mind and dropping down and dropping down. And that attribute now became a man. Hallelujah. And that man was made in the image of God. This is Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. This man was not a flesh man. This man was a spirit man. This man hovered over the Garden of Eden the way the Holy Ghost hovers over the church. Are you still with me? But again, the Holy Spirit cannot operate unless it finds a body. This man could not till the ground until he finds a body. Are you still with me? That means as God was invisible and became visible, this spirit man was invisible and had to become visible. As God cannot be touched and had to be touched, this man could not be touched, but later he had to be touched. But as long as this man was in that manner, being a spirit man, you couldn't have a grave for him. You couldn't have an undertaker for him. You couldn't diagnose cancer of him. Hallelujah. Because why? He's made in the image of God. God doesn't go to the doctor. That man couldn't go to the doctor. What goes to the doctor today, it is this man, but not the inner man. Are you still with me here? One is made in the image of God. Another one is made in the image of the beast. That one, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 21, can never fall. 
That one that was made in Genesis chapter 127 can never die. That one can never, can never even be born. Now, later, because now we are dealing with algebra, you'll get as we move along. Brother Brenham say, that man rotated of God. He doesn't, now, Brother Brenham doesn't use the word created. He uses the word rotated of God. Why? Because with the, with the Bible interpretation, when you say he created, that means the man has, anything that is created has got a beginning and shall have an end. But Brother Brennan couldn't come and say they got it wrong here. It was going to create a problem. But now he speaks to the people that understand the spiritual algebra. Amen. He says, this man rotated of God. Hallelujah. If something rotates of something, that means it is made of the same material Hallelujah. of where it rotated Amen. of. Are you still with? This man became an offshoot of the supernatural. That means he is as supernatural as God is supernatural. He is as eternal as God is eternal. He is as invincible as God is invincible. He's got no beginning of days as God has got no ending of beginning of days. He's got no ending of days as God has got no ending of days. He does not need an undertaker because God does not need an undertaker. He does not need a doctor because God does not need a doctor. He's made in the image of God. It is a man that I want to introduce to you. Don't ever be limited by the limitations of this flesh. This fella is made in the image of beast. There will be times where he gets sick. There will be times where he gets discouraged. But allow that other one to recharge this one. Oh, thank be to God. I'm glad that there is more to you than what meets the eye. Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. In the message, the book, The Way It Became Flesh, this is in India report, paragraph 170. It says now, but here it tells us that before there was a man, before, in the beginning was the weight. And the weight was God. And the Word was with God. And the Word was made flesh. Now, just as about as far as the human mind can go, that's as far as we can go back now to the beginning. Is that right? Amen. And the congregation says amen there. And I wonder what is this congregation going to say here. Is that right? Amen. In the beginning was the weight. But now, that's as far as we can go by theology. That's as far as we can go by our mind. But it says, I like this one, but revelation carries us beyond that. Amen. Stay with me here. There are so many beginnings. In the Bible, Moses says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Then John comes, he picks up the beginning before the beginning of Moses. And he says, in the beginning, in the beginning was the weight. The weight was with God, and the weight was God, and the weight was made flesh. But now William Brenham says, revelation will take us beyond even what John saw. Amen. 
Remember, John was an eagle. Hallelujah. John saw beyond what Moses saw. But William Branham in the end time with a super anointing. I think we must preach the message, a super anointing. Now, when he came with the super anointing, it elevated him to the point where he saw beyond John chapter 1. Because now William Branham now went back at the back part of the mind of God. And William Branham begins to say, beginning before there was the word, he was Elohim. Hallelujah. Now, he looks at, uh, I can maybe, for a lack of a better way, the anatomy of Elohim. And he says, uh, he looks at his aspiration, his ambition, right there, and I think it's proper we say it on this day, he says, he loved fatherhood. What what is it? It's because fatherhood is an expression. Expression with the intention of fellowship. Are you still with me? Everyone is a father potentially, but it needs it to be expressed so that the subjects of fatherhood can have a fellowship with the father. Are you still with me? Now, if you stay with me, you'll understand. You don't become a believer here in church. You become a believer there. And the message traces you, not here, but traces you right there. That when he was there in an, in an, in an, in an, an unexpressed form, where were you? Yeah. Are you still with me? Amen. I hope we are together here. Amen. Now, William Branham goes, he says, the first thing that he created were angels. And he says, they began to worship him. That's when he began to be a father. But you and I, we were not there. When he created the angels, we were, not, we were not there in the expression. But we were there unexpressed. Amen. I don't know whether we're together here. Hallelujah. Now, they worshipped him. Yeah. Then he became God. Yeah. Are you still with me? Yeah. But where you and I, we were still there as the attributes. Yeah. Now, you want to check. Even though he created the angels, the angels never became the image of God. Yeah. An angel is not the image of God. Yeah. The angel is a servant of God. But the son of God is an image of God. That's why when an angel fell, God never moved an inch. He actually abolished their estate in heaven. That's why the Bible said there remained no place for them in heaven because they never kept their first estate. But when a son fell, my, my. When an angel fell, I said God never moved an inch. He remained in his position and said, tough luck, it's up to them. They never kept their estate. It's the done deal. They are no longer returning back. But when a son returned, when a son fell, hallelujah, because the son is the mirror of God. God couldn't look at himself. Every time when he wanted to look at himself, he had to come to the mirror. And the mirror is the son of God. When that mirror was broken, God said, I had the joy to see myself in the mirror. I can't see myself in the angel. I can't see myself in the lion. But I see myself in the sun. Then God, hallelujah. The man was made in the image of God. And that man that was made in the image of God was installed in the man that is made in the image of the beast. Hallelujah. Then when he was installed into the man that was made in the image of the beast, he fell. 
Oh, praise be to God. Then when he fell, God dropped down from the corridors of eternity. Then he became in the image of the beast. In order to restore men back to the image of God. I don't know whether we're together here. He was made in the image of God. Installed into the image of the beast. Then he fell. Then God picked up the image of the beast to restore men back to the image of God. I hope we are together. In the message, to take the whole armor of God. Paragraph 33. He says, see, a weight is a thought expressed. Before you speak, if you really, some they don't think, but if, if, if you speak and think before, what you speak is thought first. Then your weight becomes your thought expressed. Are you still with me? So a weight is a thought expressed. When God thinks anything in his mind, then when he expresses it, it's eternal. Stay with that. Whatever God thinks, he expresses it. And whatever he expresses it, it's eternal. Did God think of you? Did God express you? Then you are eternal. Because no man is any better than his weight. And God is eternal. And his weight is eternal with him because it's part of him and you are part of your own weight god is part of his own weight you can never separate god from his weight his weight and himself are inseparable but let's get into this in this who is this melchizedek paragraph 35 he says now notice his attribute. Then the attribute was first God. The thought. The attribute itself all in one without being expressed. Then when he expressed, when he expressed secondarily, he became then the weight. Then the weight was made flesh and dwelt among us. First, everything gathered in this one being without being expressed. Then he expressed the, himself, and when he expressed himself secondarily, he became the weight. He says, St. John, the first chapter and the first verse, notice this, in the beginning, but before the, that beginning, the eternal. Notice, in the beginning was the weight. He says, when the time began, it was weight. But before it was weight, it was attribute, a thought. Then it was expressed. So he says, in the beginning was the expression, the weight. When he was Elohim, he was unexpressed. But when he became the Logos, he became the expression. But you and I, we were part of that process. Are you still with me? Amen. In the message, the resurrection of Lazarus, 34 is the paragraph. He says, then after he got all his creation made, he said, let us, plural, 
make men in our own image. You see, if you never attended to this convention, the theme thereof was, let us make men in our own image, you're going to think it was too God speaking. But when you are a citizen of that heavenly sphere, you know it was not too God speaking. Hallelujah. The Lord said unto my Lord, it's not the two lords, it's the two offices of the Father and the Son speaking in order to bring an image of God. Hallelujah. When he made the Son, he never said, let us make the Son in our own image. When he made the bottom life, he never said, let us make the bottom life in our own image. The only form of life that has got an expression of the image of God is a man. And that's why there is no higher form of life on earth except a man. And let me take it further. There is no higher manifestation of God here on earth except him becoming a man. God has never been effective without using a man. From Genesis to Revelation, he uses a man. Why? Because a man plays a very integral part in God's economy. That's why I think it is David who says, what is man that you consider him so much? Are you still with me? So he said, let us make men, let us, plural, make men in our, in our, in our plural, own image. Now, if God is unseen, if the Logos was in the form, just mythically speaking, drama, in the form of halo, then it's supernatural. Then he had to make a man in his own image. John chapter 4 says that God is a spirit. And he had to make a spirit man. Hallelujah. And he brought it down. He brought it down now. There is deity cannot be seen. Deity is the supernatural. Then he brings it down from the sacred hollow to a little white cloud. Something that's more visible. That's a man. And he gave him the rulership over the kingdom. That means, Brother Branham says, when, you know, when Brother Branham preached, he saw these things in a vision. He says, this man hovered over the Garden of Eden, then he calls him a little white cloud. Hallelujah. And he calls him the deity. Stay with me here. Your victory, the source of it, will never be this flesh. But your victory will be that first man. This one is gonna be, is gonna, this one is not gonna overcome. But that one will always be overcoming. Because he's made in the image of God. So now we are looking at this man in the Garden of Eden. He's hovering over the Garden of Eden. He's got the rulership. They bring an elephant before him. He calls an elephant and God says, Amen. They bring the lion. He calls it a lion. God says, Amen. Why there was no contradiction between that man and Elohim is because they had the same mind. Whatever he said, God said, Amen to that. And the power of restoration must bring men back to that position that whatever a man says, God says, Amen. Because why? This man was a lesser God. God was the bigger God of the universe, but this man was the God in the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. 
you know, before Adam did anything, he never consulted with God and said, God, can I name it a lion? He just named it a lion. And God was not offended because he knew my mind is in Adam. And he can never say anything that is contrary to my own way. And today, let the mind of Christ be in you. You will never say anything contrary to what Christ will say. Praise be to God. Then in the message, the resurrection of Lazarus, he says he governed the beast like the Holy Spirit leads the church today. But there was no man to till the soil. Then he put man in the image of man on earth, created him out of the dust of the earth. That means there is a man from the dust and there is a man from the halo. And the one that is a halo resides in the one that is made of flesh. Then man became a dual being. Hallelujah. One part from the earth, another, one part, another part from heaven. Are you with me? Now, you're going to understand why most of the time you're going to have a problem. In a sense, the devil is going to have a problem with you. He's going to press, press you, pinch you, squeeze you, but you're going to not... Give up. And even the devil is going to wonder, why is this woman, no matter the intensity of squeezing, why is he still worshipping God? Actually, it has nothing to do with your choice. If it had to do with your choice, you would have long given up. But it's because within you, there is a man made in the image of God, even though this one gets squeezed, but that one remains intact. If there was no man made in the image of God, there would never be worshippers today. But there will be worshippers no matter how much sin abound because there are people here made in the image of God. Oh my. You know, Brother Branham speaks about a junior. He says junior used to be out there in the woods, right there in the village. And he says in the village, they used to have a little bit of mirror and they will put it on the tree and say everybody will go there and even Junior will go there and look at that mirror, that little mirror. But all that Junior knew, it was just his eyes. Because that's how far, how far Junior could see. But it says one day Junior visited his rich aunt. It's good to have a rich aunt then visited a rich aunt. And when he was there in the house of the rich aunt, he was moving in the passage. And he went seven steps. He went up, upstairs. Then when he walked past, I don't know whether you caught that one. He went seven steps. Hallelujah. Stage of the perfect man. Then he went upstairs. When he was walking there in the passage, he went past a, a big mirror. Then he saw the image. They say, hang on, I saw another boy. Junior didn't know who that boy was. He thought it was just another boy in auntie's house. But that boy was more handsome. And Junior got closer to the mirror. And he looked into that mirror. He saw that little handsome man. And he says, my. Then when he looked, he began to realize that I remember the mirror at Gogo's place. I could only see this far. This person looks like me. 
and the devil jumped on the shoulder of Junior and said, this one is more handsome than you. It cannot be you. But Junior looked into the mirror and Junior began to raise the hand and the image raised to the hand. And Junior lifted up with her leg and the image lifted up of the leg. Junior turned around, the image turned around. Then they heard a bigger scream coming from that room. Mama, it's me. It reminds me how you came into the message church and you thought you were not unholy. You were not worthy. But there was a mirror of the way. And you stood in front of the mirror of the way. And the devil said, that's not you. But you began to raise your hands. And the image raised the hands. What was the image? It was your theophany. And today, we can scream one more time, Mama, it's me, the mirror. After climbing the seven, the seven stairs, you come to a point where you become God's living monument. Brother Bram say you become God's idol. What does it mean? God, when he wants to see himself, he condescends. He comes to Wilbank. He watches you. He says, that's me. And you look into heaven. You say, that's me. A mirror and the image and the reflection. We thank God to be the image. That's why when Moses came by the river, Jordan or the Red Sea and he cried God took an offense because God did not see himself God can cry because of Pharaoh but he saw Moses crying he can't say Moses have I not made you God over Pharaoh today God is watching us crying because of the offense of life he said I don't see myself why cry Speak the word and move forward. Amen. Are you with me, folks? Mirrors do not transmit light, but reflect it. The light that we have is not our light, it's a reflection. Are you still with me? That's why we become humble about who we are. It's not our efforts, it's grace. Brother Ron said the difference between you and the drunkard in the street is grace. If it was not like that, you were going to be like them. But grace produced you. Grace makes you to live how you are living. Grace is responsible for who you are today. It's not your effort. Live your effort out of it. You are the product of grace. Mirrors do not transmit light, but reflect it. I don't know how many of you. It's very difficult to walk past the mirror. Come on, sisters. Especially a full-length mirror. I remember after we installed the big mirror there in the sisters' room, there's one old lady here in church. says, hey, kum nandi la pa. Because when she comes, she just sees herself on the... They say, that's me. Isn't how it's supposed to be with our theophanies? You come having heartache, headache, troubles of life. You stand before the mirror of the way. 
And then you are like, Paul, I know a man in Christ, whether in the body or out of the body, but such men I know. Who's that man? A man made in the image of God. Mirrors do not transmit light, but reflect it. The angle at which strikes a mirror is exactly equal to the angle at which the light is reflected back. Mm. There there is proportionality between what the light reflects on the mirror or, or strikes on the mirror and what the mirror reflects back. That means you can't reflect less of what God has given you in the age. Are you getting what I mean, folks? There must be proportionality between the light that strikes the image and the reflection of that light back to the source. That means today, when Christ looks at you, he must see himself. It says, therefore, the image reflected is a mirror image of the original. But you know, there are some fake mirrors. You know, it's a mirror, but you stand there, you realize, uh uh-uh, but this one is not me. It's because of the design. But you get the proper mirror, the weight. James 1, verse 23, says, For if any man, we're going to read it together. For if any be a hearer of the word, are you still with me? For if any be a hearer of the way, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, goes, goes his way, and straightway forgotteneth what manner of man he was. We want you, once you have seen yourself in the mirror, even when you move away from the mirror, never forget what manner of man you are. And how do you become that? Be the doer of the weight. Brother Brown says in the question and answers. On Genesis, paragraph 64. He says, Them was spirit that was made up back there when God began to make man of, of there in his own image. Are you hearing where I said the first convention, let us make man in our own image? We attended that convention. And the prophet says, the spirits were there that were made in the image of God. And when God began to make men off of there in his own image, these spiritual beings, were, supernatural beings, were there. Yeah. 
created those supernatural beings, those spirits. Then he put man in the dust of the earth, which was the first man, Adam. And that man was made after the image, the human being here, the human man here, is made after the image of, of an animal. These human bodies are made in the image of animals. But the, within these human bodies, there are supernatural spirits that were there when God said, let us make man in our own image. You know, folks, we didn't meet here First time, the first time we ever met was in an eternity. Hallelujah. As a conglomeration of God's thoughts that were predestinated for each age that has been allotted upon the face of the earth. Are you still with me? Now, there is a, there is a, there is a, there is a, a phenomenon or a, a condition that they called a deja vu. I don't know how many have ever experienced a deja vu. How many have ever experienced a deja vu? Amen. Okay, let's explain what it means. Maybe we'll get to the rest of the people. A deja vu is when you are at a place, maybe with people, and you are busy talking, and as you are talking, right in the conversation, it drops on you or dawns on you that, hang on, we have, we have been here before. We have spoken about this before. Has it ever happened to you? You say, this is not the first time it is happening. Are you still with me? Now, when you came to the message of the hour and heard to the message of the hour, you experienced a spiritual deja vu. It was like, this is not the first time I met these people. It's not the first time we are speaking about this. Yes, it's not the first time. The very first time it was in the mind of God as the conglomeration of God's thoughts. Are you with me? <laughs> Brother Bram says, How many were there, folks? Amen. How many were there? Amen. How many attended that convention? <laughs> folks, this was the first convention before there was employment, before there was high blood pressure. This, the, this was the first perfect convention. In that convention, there was not even a prayer line needed because there was no sick person. Every person was in their perfect state. Oh, folks, if you have ever attended that one, here on earth you'll have a taste of it, but we are returning back to that convention. The beginning and ending of a gentle dispensation. You know, Maybe before I read this quotation, Job, he goes through calamity after calamity, misfortune after misfortune, rejection after rejection, until he got very discouraged that if I knew where God stayed, I would go and knock on his door, and I would take a seat in his office, and I would speak to him mouth to ear, and inquire at his mouth. Job's trials made him to be a complainer. And that did not please God. Folks, certain things, we repel them because of the thoughts that we have. 
you can have thoughts of blessings whenever your mind is not tuned. That's why the Bible says, first, renew your mind. Are you still with me? So here is this man, he feels discouraged. Later on, God comes down. When God comes down, you would have expected natural God to be sympathetic and say, Brother Job, among all people, there is no one like you. Look, brother, after all, you have never even cast me. You are still holding me. What a brother you are. God doesn't make it like that. God comes down, he says to Job, Job, where were you? When I laid the foundation. Where were you when the morning stars sang and the sons of God shouted for joy? Because God was looking at the attendance register of the first convention in heaven. And Job was behaving like he was never part of that convention. So he was reminding him of the first convention where the attributes of God were addressed. Those that are made in the image of God. He says, where were you? Stand up and speak like a man. God wasn't pinning down Job. He wanted Job to rise above his circumstances and remember something about him. God wanted to activate something in Job that your identity is not confined to this environment. Your identity is not confined to the rejection that you are experiencing. Before the rejection job, before the sickness job, somewhere you were in attendance of the greatest convention. Ah, brother, after the revelation of the message of the hour, if God comes to me today and says, Mariva, where were you when I laid to the foundations? Where were you when the morning stars sang and the sons of God shouted, I'm the first one to holler. By the grace of God, I was there. I was part of that shouting. Amnesia is a very dangerous condition. It can make a son of the king to behave like a commoner because of amnesia. Amnesia can make you forget even your skills. You can be a specialist, but once you experience amnesia, your skill is of no use. But the cure for amnesia, we must shock you. And how do we shock you? Man is omnipotent. How do we shock you? You are like God. How do we shock you? You are the mirror of God. Oh, you say, but you are me. Not this part, the other part. Has anyone ever met God quitting? No. Will his image quit? Never. Never. See, we come out of eternity. Maybe let me shock you even further. Brother Brenham is a quotation that I, I, I have not incorporated. It just comes now. It says, the Son of God 
even in his fallen state, still reflects God. (laughs) What do you mean, Brother Brenham? Are you with me? You know, Adam had fallen from grace. And he was now being chucked out of the garden of Eden. And he had animal skins that were wrapped around his body and his wife's body. And they were moving around and the animal skins were flapping against their skin. And they were dripping with blood. And they were rejected and being chucked out. But when God looked at Adam walking hand in hand with Eve, God still saw himself. Are you with me? See, we come out of eternity. We come out of eternity. Now, anything that you experience in time has a beginning and will have an end. But you have something that can outrun any trial, any disease, any situation, any condition, because you are made in the image of God. I know there are times when things are tough with that. No, no, no. The devil will never have the last say. The devil will never have the last. Even if you can leave the body, it is not the last say. You can step out of the body and say, David, I'm coming back to take my body. Even if it is burnt in the fire, I've got power to assemble those 16 elements and step back into my body at the resurrection. At no point in time will the devil have a last say. Never. You come out of We were, before there was, we were, before there was, sicknesses, diseases, even your boss, unless you were there before it. Are you you with me? You, 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 you know, this one may have dead, but that other one is dead free. I, I, I'm reminding of you who you were before you define yourself based on what is happening here. Bram says, do you know that God made men in his own image where Where's you? He said to Job, when Job thought he had some wisdom, he said, where was you when I laid to the foundation of the world? Before I laid it, when the sons of God sang together and the morning stars shouted for joy, the morning stars shouted for joy, them shining ones shouted for joy when they seen that someday they were tabernacled here on earth. Hallelujah. We shouted for joy there because we knew someday we're going to be tabernacled here on earth. 
But earth is not our beginning, is not our origin. We are just tabernacled here. Folks, let me tell you, if you visit my house, and maybe thugs come in with guns, and they say, everybody that belongs to this house, lie down. You're going to try to tell them that me and Miss Magal. And if they allow you to go, you'll say, hey, Nzolwona, my daughter, we'll pray for you. Off you go. Isn't so? Because why? You don't belong there. You are just there for a season and for a reason. So we don't belong here. We are tabernacled here. If things become tougher, we can say, Lord, it's time for migration. It's time for the rapture. Because our origin is not here. We come from eternity. We are here in time. And we are going back to eternity. Praise be to God. I know my origin. My origin is not Limpopo. My origin is not Zimbabwe. It's not Malawi. That's not your country. That's the country of the beast. But before there was the beast. In the mind of God. You come from God. And you are going back to God. And here's something. Today we can tell the demon, you were once in God, but you are not going back there. Because there is no place for you. But I am going there because God came down to redeem me back to that place. I am glad I'm redeemable. I'm glad I'm redeemable. I have a place that I can be redeemed back to. Are you here, folks? Yeah. <laughs> you see, when the morning starts, we were there. We were? When the morning starts, sang, we were? Our worship doesn't start in Whitbank. It comes from you know what I like is how the devil gets confused when a son of God when his DNA or the DNA of the daughter of God kicks in and worship even in unfavorable conditions where the devil say, oh, why don't you cast your God and die? But you say there is no God like my God. When everything has been stripped away from you, you say, naked I came, naked I go. And the devil say, what manner of person is this? It's because you understand you are made in the image of God. You understand your origin. You understand where you come from. We are not going to drop our heads into our hands. No, sir. I know who I am. You know who you are. To the world, it may sound arrogant, but it's proper. Amen. Hallelujah. Even when the doctors gather around, and there's a panel of them, and they say, hmm. They tell the family we have done all that we can. But you still say on your hospital bed, yes. there is one more. Yes. 
Doctor, that is not part of the pen. Can we get that doctor in the room? Hallelujah. And he looks at the diagnosis and prognosis. Then he says, no, 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 no. You're going to be discharged. And right there with the drips, there, everything, machine beeping, there, all of a sudden, say, I'm coming out. They say, but you are there, you say, I am coming out. What is speaking? Is the deity in you speaking? I am coming out. I'm trying to activate the deity in you. Elevate you above your natural habitation and tell you there is more to you than what meets the eye. There's more to you. When God made man in his own image, always there, brother. No, we are fine. When God made man in his own image, he put him on earth as a lesser beggar. As a lesser victim. As a lesser relative. As a lesser God. Jesus declared it when he said, Is it not written in your laws that you are God? You see why ancestral worship thrives? The devil wants you to worship and look at God somewhere else when you are a lesser God under the great God. Are you with me? Is it not written in your laws that you are God? African tradition will say God is the people that have long departed. But the message will say in the Bible say God refers to the people that are living now. That are made in the image of God. They are, you know, God is the big boss. You are the supervisor. Hmm? Can a supervisor sign for the boss when the boss is not around? A good supervisor behaves like a boss when the boss is not around. Hmm? He stands around. Can I help you? Who are you? I'm the, I'm the supervisor. Where's the boss? Don't worry about the boss. I'm here. How can I help you? Are you with me? But, but you know, when, when, when they leave you to act in a company, there is what we call the escalation by organogram. In a sense that you, you can approve certain purchases between a certain amount. So the boss will say, anything less than 500K, you can approve. But if it is five, don't. So even us as lesser God, God has given us the approval. But there's got limitation. Because if that is not the case, some of you will speak people out of existence. Some of you will speak to the new heavens. So there is limitation. Are you still with me, folks? Lesser God. Let's talk 
the truth. Many people will not be surviving. <laughs> hey. hey! And you'll even be regretting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I spoke him into existence today, I need him. <laughs> if they call those gods who the word of God came to, which was the prophet, how can you condemn me when I say, I am the son of God. He said, see, they just, they just couldn't understand it, see? But man was put here with a dominion over the earth. He had everything under control. And whatever Adam was in God, Christ has restored us back to that. So that means today you must have everything under control. The unfailing realities of the living God, paragraph 113. What Adam lost, Jesus proved that he had restored. He stopped nature. He raised the dead. Hallelujah. He done everything. My, my. You know, when you've got power, you want to display power. When God has granted you authority, you want to display it. Like William Branham in the woods, God says, what you need? He says, three squirrels. He stands up and God says, speak them into existence. He speaks one into existence. He picks it up. The next one that he speaks, he says, as a hunter, I knew that you would never find a squirrel on the sycamore tree. But now because here is a restored son of God, a restored image of God. He doesn't go for possibilities because his God is a specialist of the impossibilities. I need a squirrel where there cannot be a squirrel. And he said, let there be a squirrel. And there was a squirrel. Today, you don't need squirrel. But whatever you need, you can speak it. You are a restored image of God. If Joshua, if Joshua, even before Calvary, under the blood of bulls and goats, could have the audacity while the battle was intensifying before the coming of Messiah, hallelujah, and he says, son, stand still, and the son stood still. How much more on this side of Calvary? How much more on this side of Mount Sunset? You can do it! I say you can do it. You sitting on your chair, you can do it. He stopped nature. He raised the dead. He done everything. Then the prophet says, the world is groaning today for the manifestation of the sons of God. For God to get into his people again in realities to make things real. Brahman says it stumbles the people. Even this morning it stumbles the people. 
you know what's the problem? We visit the supernatural world instead of living in the supernatural world. We spend time here, less time there, and we wonder why we are so doubtful. You know, if you've got a power to resurrect the dead, you always look for musharis. You've got power to heal, you always look for sicknesses to demonstrate power. There is power laying dormant in the church of the living God because they are so doubtful and fearful. Once you fear, you're going down. And the devil would want all of us to dream about being a hobo. Look at you. You'll uh, no. No. The devil must never scare you. The law having a shadow. When sin was first given in the Garden of Eden, the man was in a perfect state. Perfect state. Until he fell. Then he marred his perfection. He marred his inheritance with God. And lost his fellowship. And was cut off away from God. Man lost a connection. Says when Adam and Eve listened to the lie of the David, the holy image of God left them. Their fellowship was broken with God. Their fellowship of oneness with God was broken. The very minute they listened to the lie of the David, that broke their fellowship. The very minute you listen to the lie of the David. It will break your fellowship. That's the very minute you go out from the presence of God like she did is when you failed to take God's just as it was. After this happened, God used to come in the cool of the day. But that day when he came, he moved around the Garden of Eden. He said, Adam, Adam, where art thou? The all-seeing God knew and could see where Adam was, but he asked Adam, Adam, where art thou? Because he was looking for Adam in his position. Because as long as Adam was in that position, God could see himself in Adam. But when he fell from that position, God couldn't see himself. Then God became a man to go to the spot that Adam fell on in order to bring the blood, in order to restore men back to that position. I am glad to report that today, God has since say, Adam, Adam, where art thou? There are signs and God that have been restored back to where Adam was. The only thing is to make them realize the spot on where they are. Church membership is all right. Images of Christ, paragraph 6. 
Church membership is all right. I have nothing against it or any of those things. But brother, to be a Christian means to be conformed to the image of Christ. We want to be living images. Not pack an image, but to be an image of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that being an image of Christ makes you a Christian. It's not what we do outwardly. It's what's happened inwardly that makes us what we are. Then therefore, if he is our image, we are in his likeness and members of his body. We should be images like him. Then our lives should reflect the image of Christ. Not in our joining church, not in our packing crucifix or our emotions. It should be the living presence of the living God that's reflected through our life. My, my, my. Are you still with me here? Brother Brenham speaks. In the message, the seed shall not be here with a shark. 7-9 is the paragraph. He says he was got the logos, the weight that went out of God. When it began to brood over the earth, it brought forth marine life. When the spirit of God to the logos, the weight, which God said, let there be, and there went to the logos, which is the weight, and the weight began to cause all this was in the logos, the whole weight of God, the whole Bible for every age. And as the logos begin to breathe upon the earth, there came marine life and building up the bird life, up the animal life. And finally, there came something in the representation or looked like the thing that was brewing it, brooding over it, God, a man in the very image of God. It says, that man fell like the seed has to fall. Then God began to brood over that after the fall. He brought Enoch. He brought up Elijah. He brought up Moses. He brought up prophet after prophet, trying to restore that image again. And finally, upon the earth came the genuine image of God himself again, which was God. The Logos was now made flesh and dwelt among us. Here is something very beautiful. Paragraph 81. Now it says that same Logos has a part. Hallelujah. Be with me, my brother. I want people to see this quotation. Next quotation. It says now that same Logos has a part. He has got a bride. If the husband is the Logos... The wife must be? Are you here, church? If the husband is the logos, the wife must be? If the husband is the way to the wife must be? In Genesis chapter 1, he created man. He made them male and female. They were not separated. They were, hallelujah. They were one in one man. They only became separated in the body. Now, if that applies there with Adam, it must apply with Christ. I say it must apply with Christ. 
That means when that weight was made flesh, Brother Branham say, you were in that flesh. Amen. When that flesh went to Calvary, you were in that flesh. Amen. When that flesh hung on Calvary, you were in that flesh. Amen. But on the cross, the Roman soldier pierced by his side. Then a man and a woman were separated. Amen. He's got a bride. The same logos. The weight that cannot be tempered with is brooding over the churches today, trying to bring back the weight to its full manifestation, which the prophets were carriers to that seed, and the church denominations have been carriers to the seed now. Now notice quickly, like the shark heart holds in the seed now, then it leaves here. This is the time for manifestation. This is a time for display of God's attributes. This is a time for the images of God tabernacled in flesh to reflect him. Same degree of light, same degree of power, same degree of love, same degree of fellowship. Everything that he is, we ought to be that. That's why the prophet in Christ is the mystery of God revealed. He says the, Christ, he says the church is himself expressed. Today, you are the deity expressed, the image of the living God, the restored image of the living God. Where Adam was, that's exactly where you are today. God bless you. As we stand to our feet, God, you welcome, Brother Ziki. God bless you. He's a friend to uh, Brother uh, Lawrence. Amen. God bless you. There's a song that says, to be like him, to be like Jesus. That's all I desire on life's journey, to be like him.
I want to be like Jesus. All I want to be. Thank you. Thank you. 
get gold and they will beat it and beat it and beat it and the beater will keep on beating it until he sees the reflection of himself in the gold that's when he knew that it's genuine god will beat you will sharpen you and smoothen the rough edges until he sees himself there's a song i don't mind waiting i mean say i don't mind waiting i'm happy with the process of what God is bringing me through, because finally the outcome will be God's outcome. The process may be difficult, may be painful, may be overbearing, but ultimately it will be God's outcome. I don't mind waiting on the Lord. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind I don't mind waiting. I don't mind it, Lord. All over the building, I don't mind waiting. I don't 
perfectionist you know brother says when God said let there be light he says it took millions of years before the light came to manifestation it doesn't mean you're speaking it happens immediately sometimes you need to say I don't mind waiting amen please let me walk with you Jesus in this cruel cold world don't ever leave me alone Brother Ripadi will come and wrap up in prayer. God bless you, Brother Enoch. Amen. So please let me walk with you, Jesus. How many have this desire?
Food in Jesus' Today, Heavenly Father, you see it necessary so that we do not forget, Heavenly Father, that you were made in the image of the Son. That image is the Son of God, that image is Christ, Heavenly Father. If we are in Christ, Heavenly Father, we are in that Heavenly Father, the restored body, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We say, Father, hear your children, Heavenly Father. We've been here, Heavenly Father, listening, Heavenly Father. Indeed, Father, you have addressed, Heavenly Father, our Heavenly Father desires, Heavenly Father. Mm. Heavenly Father, you have blessed us so much, Heavenly Father. Those that have came here, Heavenly Father, asking for healing, Heavenly Father, we believe, Heavenly Father, you still got, Heavenly Father, who heals, Heavenly Father, the sickness, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we say, Heavenly Father, those Heavenly Father that still want Heavenly Father to walk closer, Heavenly Father, to you, Heavenly Father. Father, you have Heavenly Father, make it so, Heavenly yes. Father. That's a walk that we need, Heavenly Father, just to take a closer walk with you, Heavenly mm. Father. We know, Heavenly Father, it comes, Heavenly Father, by prayerful life, Heavenly Father. Yes. We know, Heavenly Father, it comes, Heavenly Father, by living upright, Heavenly Father. That's why, Heavenly Father, we say, do not leave us, Heavenly Father. We cannot make that heaven alone, Heavenly Father. But we need you, Heavenly Father, to be our partner, to be our leader, Heavenly yes. Father. Let it be, Heavenly Father, that each and every soul that was here, Heavenly Father, we have blessed them so much, that Heavenly Father. So Those that could not, Heavenly Father, make it, Heavenly Father, we also say, Heavenly Father, send prayers to them, Heavenly Father. Say, bless them wherever they are, Heavenly Father. Let them be losing, Heavenly Father, from the chains of the devil, Heavenly Father, so that they can always, Heavenly Father, long to come to your house, Heavenly Father. As we are going to depart, Heavenly Father, we say, Father, be with us along the way. We need those traveling messages, Heavenly yes. Father. Be at our homes, Heavenly mm. Father. We need you. We don't need the devil, Heavenly mm. Father. We see the devil is on the rampage, Heavenly yes. Father. This world, there is nothing that is standing, Heavenly mm. Father. It has just fallen apart, Heavenly mm. Father. But, Heavenly Father, thy grace is still sufficient to 
us, Heavenly Father. Thank Father. Be with us, Heavenly Father. As you bless our homes, Heavenly Father. As you bless our works, Heavenly Father. As you bless our businesses, Heavenly Father. Here is the pastor, Heavenly Father, leading the church, Heavenly Father. Such Heavenly Father, job, Heavenly Father. But Heavenly Father, we say through thy grace, Heavenly Father. Always lead him, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, fill him, Heavenly Father, with strength, Heavenly Father. Give him courage, Heavenly Father. Where Heavenly Father, he feels overwhelmed, Heavenly Father. May you be the source of inspiration for him, Heavenly Father. Bless him and his family, Heavenly Father. As you bless the whole entire Heavenly Father, Lighthouse Tabernacle, Heavenly Father, and its place, Heavenly Father. We commit all, Heavenly Father, to you, believing and praying in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
I say, have a blessed week. You bless your neighbor. The song brothers don't take time. We went. I'm trying to help them to buy time when I say greet one another. They, they are brushing each other on the head today. <laughs> Amen. All right. How many agree Muka Medwarina Our God knows what we mean. That's what it means. Amen. Alright. Uh, just hold Brampayana will help them because Brother Black is hundred percent Zulu there. Brother Grey is hundred percent Congolese. And they are looking for a baby song. <laughs> My. Moka made you worried. What's the Vasaris Sing that one day after we are leaving. The musicians and the worshipping team, if they can spend time with the sound team immediately after the service just to agree on their sound levels. Amen. Yes. Steady, but this is you should go for it. It comes there from the land of your husband.
the shorter one, Brother Borero, you let it the food the choir the other time. He come and yeah, he must come and lead that one. It's in the Mephagas. What does it say? All right. Okay. Yes. This is a good song. I enjoyed it when I was dancing. Amen. Yeah, 